time and space is an angle for the smart and me. But my universe keeps on pulling me back into our self-imposed species size. Bring the tyranny. Well, hello, folks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ring of Tyranny, Season 2. Uh, I am Alan Johns, your host. Uh, you are, of course, listening to the only hashtag WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. Uh, we welcome you to, to the show. We welcome you to Season 2. It's a new day, a new dawn, a new beginning. Um, uh, no pun intended with the, the new day there, of course. Uh, Kofi Kingston, uh, we, uh, you know, this this is a new season. It's a fresh start initiative. It's a it's a wild card. It's a if you will, and we're gonna take this opportunity to move forward. Uh, if you hear any bleeps and blops, that is of course the algorithm battling the interference, the constant interference of the space alien Dweebus, who loves to uh, mess with me and my shows. He ruined my previous show, the truth telling operation known as Datafied, of which I was CEO slash Emperor of the Datafied Media Network slash Empire, and that sordid history is covered very well in season one in the past 40 episodes of this show we are moving on we have a uh, we have uh, an email address you can send us emails to ring of tyranny that's r-i-n-g-o-a-f T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com and we do have a Patreon that's patreon.com slash ring of tyranny spelled the same way uh, you know you can go over there and support the show support us in our new adventure our season 2 new adventure we got a new theme song we have a patron T-E-C bid our, uh, our beloved patron uh, just to but I want to play the appreciation song Bernie as a, as a token of appreciation Why, can we play the, the, the patron song for bid please Please put it right here. Bernie. T-E-C bad. Thank you for your bad. T-E-C bad. Thank you for your bad. You commented, but you made history with um, Alan and Bernie. So thank you, patron. Our first patron. <laughs> And that was the song for our first patron, the uh, mysterious TEC bid with the uh, X-Men picture as his profile picture and the mysterious acronym TEC that we're, we're still not really sure what that means, bid, and uh, we're not sure why anyone uh, would uh, out themselves as a Dweebus supporter, Dweebus the space alien that interferes with the show, and if you want to familiarize yourself with that sort of history, you can listen to season one, the first 40 episodes of this hashtag WrestleCast, where that is covered. If you hear the drum bleeps and the bloops and the blops, well, that is our algorithm battling his interference, which he likes to do. You may hear some echoey laughter. That is coming from outer space from this, uh, antagonistic space alien, uh, such as, uh, Dweebus is. He goes by many names, and, uh, anyway, this is season two and we're moving on and uh with moving on with a season two uh we are uh we are gonna have some new segments for you one of those segments is the mail bucket segment again you can send your emails to ring of tyranny at gmail.com that's r-i-n-g-o-f 
T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com and uh, we may read them out to the show. We got a couple here to read for you today. So let's get to the first email here. Um, uh, so, hi, Alan. Just want to point out that your rant about Glenn Gilberti, a.k.a. the Disco Inferno, on your season two premiere episode last week sounded like a bunch of childish sexual innuendo to me until I googled what a CHL is. Oh, oh yes. Okay, I remember. Um, so... Uh, okay, also you said John Moxley did Dean Ambrose's finishing move on a giant stack of poker chips at AEW Double or Nothing. Are you sure you didn't mean to say a stack of giant poker chips? Because that's what they were. Regards, Corey Action. Well, uh, Mr. Action, um, yeah, I guess that is what I meant to say. So thanks a lot for pointing out my mistakes. Uh, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. And, uh, you know, this is not the professional operation that Datafight was uh, back before Dweebus destroyed it. So I apologize if there's a couple mistakes here and there. I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm a born broadcaster. I've got it in my bones. I've got it in my blood. I'm a third-generation pod- broadcaster, first-generation podcaster. So... Um, I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, as far as the sexual innuendos go, well, I'm sorry. I guess I'll listen to that. Uh, you know, I, I said, uh, what did I say? I said, uh, we, we have CHL, and if Glenn Gilberti, a.k.a. Disco Inferno, wants to beat up on women, he should come try it on some of my girls, some of these Texas girls. My daughter, my wife, we're all, we have CHLs, we're trained. You don't know what that means? Look it up. What are you talking about, you know? I mean, what did I say? I'll have to look. I said they'd blow, blow, blow his balls off. they blow his balls off. Well, they will. I don't know what the... All right, Corey Action. Thank you very much for pointing out that I meant to say a stack of giant bugger chips. It's still ridiculous. Uh, either way, the John Moxley... Uh, did the dirty D's on a stack of giant poker chips. I don't... Whatever. Okay, the, the next message here, we got Dear Alan Johns. Okay, we... The Cone Earth Canadians... Oh, my... Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. The Cone Earth Canadians are writing to inform you that you can blame any organization you want for the confusion of this world. You are just as bad as any of them in regards to spreading disinformation to the masses. While you entertain the ridiculous theories of the Flat Earthers, the Square Earth Collective, and the Triangle Earth Committee, the Cone Earth Canadians can do little else but laugh and shake our heads at the silliness of it all. We'll be happy to explain our position on Ring of Tyranny, and we'll wait patiently for your invite. But we know not to hold our breath and recognize that this conical world is soaked in lies from its circular base to the point at its top where the worst of the liars such as you reside. Regretfully yours, the Cone Earth Conedians. Well, that's quite a perspective there. Cone Earth, I had never thought of that. Kind of like a dunce hat? Is that what you're talking about? A dunce? The, the Earth? Okay, so the Earth isn't flat or square or triangle now. It's shaped like a dunce hat. Well, maybe, sir, maybe, sirs, the Cone Earth Conedians, maybe we'll get you some Ring of Tyranny uh, cone hats, some dunce hats for you to wear in the corner. Because uh, you're going to be uh, you're gonna be needing something like that uh, to occupy your time that you're not going to be on this show. Like the Square Earthers, the Flat Earthers, and all the rest of it, you're not going to be on the show. This is no longer a truth-telling show. We don't entertain silly theories like that. This is a hashtag WrestleCast, and we are here to bring the hashtag WrestleCast very best in news and opinion regarding professional wrestling, the great sport entertainment that we all love. 
And uh, I'm tired of getting these emails. So uh, no more emails about the shape of the Earth. The, the Earth is round. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I don't need to think about that. That doesn't concern me. And it doesn't make a difference because I'm not planning to leave it anytime soon. So let's let's see what else we got here in the mail bucket. Uh, okay. Oh, so we have an audio file. Oh, and this is from Kevin Hearth. Oh, okay. Our, uh, the owner of the RSS feed. Uh, oh, well, let's, uh, let's play this, Bernie. How do we play this? Okay. Uh, here, you play the audio file. Here, Bernie, roll it. Let's see what let's see what the man has to say. I've never met the man. Here. Hey, Alan. What's uh, what's going on there? This is Kevin Hearth, the owner of the RSS feed. I uh, know we haven't met, uh, but you know, I uh, well, I own. It's still my RSS feed, I guess. Um, a lot of people don't come there checking for anything I've done. I haven't done anything. Uh, on there since Nick Lombard and I were doing the grass growing show. Uh, but uh, just want to thank you for promoting some of the music. Bernie told me you were uh, playing some music on there. Uh, and yeah, I just uh, just kind of wanted to throw in my two cents. You know, it's, it's my RSS feed. Uh, and uh, I don't necessarily need it back. But um, I guess my request would be that you maybe play some of my music, kind of promote my music. Keep on promoting kevinhurst.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can promote grassgrowing.bandcamp.com. There's a couple other things. And uh, I wouldn't, uh, it, it, it'd be cool if, if you just kept playing some of the music, maybe a song at the end of the show at the end of every episode i mean it's not i'm not technically using it but it is my rss feed and it'd be it'd be a shame if you had to go find another one and then move all that move all those conspiracy theories over so uh maybe sometime i'll come on we could do an interview something like that anyway have a good week bud and uh and we'll talk to you soon thanks oh wow okay so that was the the voice of kevin hearth the man uh who owns the distribution the RSS feed the distribution channel upon which this podcast is able to reach your ears uh, I've never met the man but yeah am I crazy am I way off base here Bernie or was he kind of threatening to uh, cancel our show there that's what it sounded like a little bit to me I uh, take a little bit of ex- exception calling this a conspiracy theorizing show I think he's referring to data fight my old show and that's not really we weren't conspiracy theorizing on that show. We were bringing you the truth. And if a space alien wants to interfere with that show and wants to interfere with, with, with this show as well, that's not my fault. That's the, that's a space alien uh, with nothing better to do than interfere with the show. And it's not... Anyway, uh, that, I, I, might, I might be uh, wrong here, Bernie, but that sounded a little bit like a threat. Um, yeah, and Mr. Hearth, if you're listening, I, uh, I, will, I would gladly have you on the show. Uh, we've, we very much appreciate the use of your RSS feed, uh, and, and we hope you're enjoying the show. So, uh, Bernie, maybe we'll talk to him about that soon. Um, uh, uh, anyway, let's change it up a little bit. Let's uh, let's lighten the mood up a little bit here. We got a, another segment. It's a movie review segment uh, with our executive producer, who is knee deep in the middle of a Mark Wahlberg filmography review series. Uh, here it is, uh, Bernie's flick picks. Thanks, Alan, and welcome everyone to Bernie's Pack Flex. Um, This week is our third installment of the Mark Wahlberg Filmography Review Series. We will be reviewing the 2013-2014 comedy, Rancherama comedy, Spectacular, starring Mark Wahlberg, directed by Seth MacFarlane, Ted. 
Now, Ted is about a little boy who has an uh, teddy bear that starts talking to him. And he and his family are rightfully freaked out at first, but the teddy bear is the little boy's best friend. And so when the little boy, well, the teddy bear gets famous, I guess, but then the little boy grows up into Mark Wahlberg. And we see Mark Wahlberg, and um, he well, he's like smoking marijuana with the teddy bear right off the bat. They're, they're kind of raunchy roommates looking for fun all the time and getting into trouble. Um, I wouldn't know what happened because I kind of turned it off. It wasn't for me. Uh, perhaps I didn't have enough CBD oil on hand to truly enjoy the movie, but in all honesty, what good is a movie, uh, that isn't enjoyable without the assistance of CBD oil? So, Ted, uh, not really my cup of comedy tea, but, uh, give it a watch, I guess, if you have, uh, nothing better to do. Back to you, Alan. Well, thank you, Bernie, for that review of Ted. Uh, I agree with you. I think I... I, I got about 10, 15 minutes into the movie as well, and I must agree, I mean, to have a cute little teddy bear doing the things that that naughty teddy bear was doing is uh, just, it's one of the, I don't, I'm not a fan, I'm a Christian man, uh, I like to keep things, uh, I can get a little raunchy here and there, I can have a laugh at, a, at an Adam Sandler film or two, but... Going to children's toys, I don't see the humor in, in twisting the children's toy into something disgusting and raunchy, into something that it should not be, and, uh, well, we'll see what happens next week on the Mark Wahlberg. Are, are we at three strikes? Maybe you need to review some, uh, like a Boogie Nights or a Fear, some early work, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, didn't you say we're going to review The Lovely Bones? I, I believe we... I Hopefully we're not going to review that one again, because that would be strike four. Anyway, um, let's get on. Well, so, you know, uh, something interesting happened this week. Uh, last week, we informed you that there were a couple wrestling uh, promotions that we were going to be moving away from, most notably Impact, uh, with the Disco Inferno doing what he did uh, to that poor woman whose name I still can't remember, but he was basically throwing her around the ring. His exhibition of skills was little more than the Disco Inferno bullying a woman in the ring for about 20 minutes, and it was disgusting, and no one, Tessa Blanchard came out and kind of scared him off. Um, so we had said that that was offensive enough for us to turn off Impact Wrestling for good. And, well, you know, w what happened was we got to Friday, or I got to Friday last week and found myself with not a whole lot to do at 9 o'clock. So, um, you know, the work was done on my daughter's organic uh, farming operation, the helping out that I do uh, on this farming operation somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. I found myself on Friday night with nothing much to do, so I thought I'd turn on the old Twitch, and, and what do you know, Impact Wrestling was on. And so I watched it. Uh, there were some good, good moments there. I actually kind of enjoyed the show. It started off with uh, with a big match, Austin Aries. It was a, a tag match, I believe. And as uh, the show went on, it was, it was a good show. It was a funny show. It's fun in there in the Twitch chat room watching the show and yeah and Disco Inferno Glengo Birdie came out he got his Tessa Blanchard beat beat the beat the tar out of him so I was kind of glad I tuned in and uh you know ended up uh resubscribing to the to the show you give him five bucks a month I mean what's that a couple cups of coffee from Starbucks and you're you're back on the impact train so I guess we're back on the impact train but to, to be true we won't be covering it uh there were some big big moments I mean that first match had Sabu and RVD uh 
it was spectacular. Uh, Ethan Page had to eat the pin, which I'm not totally a fan of because I like Ethan Page. I'd like to see him move forward rather than keep getting pinned, but it was a great show. Started off with a couple legends uh, fighting a couple new guys and uh, put on a pretty good match. Then we had the Disco Inferno getting beat up by Tessa Blanchard, and rightfully so. We had a promo with Rosemary where she's uh, she's kind of trying to figure out her way around the underworld with Sue, Sue Young tied to her. We had Killer Cross beating up on Eddie Edwards. It was brutal match brutal one of the most brutal pay-per-view worthy match uh, and at the end there they're in the philadelphia arena of course where ecw was filmed and sandman came out and gave uh, uh eddie edwards after sandman beat up killer cross is kind of scaring him off he gave eddie edwards his his beloved kendo stick kind of a passing of, of the kendo stick to eddie edwards who who needed a new kenny it was a great episode of impact the final final match there uh between johnny impact and uh it was a great show. I think you should go back and watch that episode of Impact. And, uh, you know, we also said we weren't going to be covering WWE, uh, much to the chagrin of, of Dweebus, the space alien that interferes with the show. But you know what happened on Monday? Uh, I found myself, uh, I had some free time since I was not watching WWE. I had a little bit of free time on Monday. And, uh, you know, I thought, I, well, why not just put on, put it on, put on WWE. We just had it on in the background. And, and I thought it was a pretty good episode. You had an arm wrestling match uh, between Bobby Lash. Ashley and Braun Strowman kind of uh, didn't realize I wanted to see that, uh, but I enjoyed that. Uh, missed a few segments here, uh, but we saw Brock Lesnar come out and uh, beat up Seth Rollins instead of cashing in the money in the bank uh, for it. And um, there was a great little segment with uh, with Bray Wyatt uh, with the uh, Muscle Man dance. This was the Firefly Funhouse. Bray Wyatt was doing the Muscle Man dance. He was talking to different puppets. There was a pig puppet, which I, I'm starting to, th- I, I believe that was supposed to be him in a past life and now he's in a new life so he's talking about fitness how he's fit now he's muscular and did the muscle man dance and and then something happened where a a puppet came out that looked to me like triple h and he had he had horns he had the suit like triple h um and i put that on twitter i said is this supposed to be triple h and lo and behold the amount of rude responses i got uh from other twitter users uh supposed wrestle fans supposed fans from the hashtag wrestle wrestling nation uh responded hey that's supposed to be vance they said are you kidding people were sarcastic they were practically calling me stupid i I felt like but i you know when the puppet came out and and he almost said you're something i think he almost said you're your game is up. I, I don't know, but I thought it was Triple H. I did, and, and they were all saying it's Vince. It's Vince. Like, like it was obvious, and it wasn't very obvious to me. But you know, you guys see, uh, you guys see Vince. I see Triple H uh, with the devil puppet. Triple H. You know, I mean, isn't he? I, it made more sense to me that it was Triple H. But apparently, the wrestling community sees Vince. So fine. Let's just agree to disagree. You guys see Vance. I see Triple H. I'm sticking with Triple H because, in my opinion, that makes more sense. But, but, but uh, moving on, it was fun, uh, the Muscle Man dance. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed, actually enjoyed Raw. But we're going to be sticking with uh, not covering WWE since uh, this is an MLW uh, exclusive show. So let's get to that. Let's talk about this week's MLW Fusion, which was subtitled Fury. Rude. <laughs> 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 
Well, folks, it was a heck of an episode this week on MLW Fusion Fury Road. Uh, we were in Wisconsin, I believe, maybe Minnesota. I think they were in Minnesota, Michigan. It started off with Byron Reed, uh, Myron Reed against uh, uh, Gringo Loco, and they came out, had a good match. I like Myron Reed. Uh, he's growing on me. So he's got a Rich Swan's uh, friend there, and uh, they put on a good match. They put on a, a, a good match. I, I go back and watch it. Like I say every week, MLW Fusion is the show to watch you know everybody's talking about aew oh if you're not obsessed with aew you're you're not a real wrestling fan and i will admit i went i went a little hog wild with the theories um with the uh, comparisons of aew being the personification of dusty Rhodes taking on the uh, evil empire run by vince and triple h who kind of ran him into the ground uh you know the poetic justice of cody and and dustin Rhodes coming up to take on uh the big the big dog the big boss man um, you know, the little guy versus the big guy, but in all honesty, they put on a $60 pay-per-view that was five hours long. I don't have five hours on top of the WWE already, already watching. I don't have, this is the second job I'm not getting paid for at this point. So, um, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't keep up, but watch Being the Elite, and, uh, it was a, a pretty good episode, a lot shorter than usual. Audio could have been cleaned up a little bit. Anyway, I think MLW Fusion is the show to watch. You got one hour a week. A lot of people are saying watch NXT. MLW Fusion is where Teddy Hart is, where Brian Pillman Jr. is, where Davey Boy Smith Jr. is, and, I, and I'm into that right now, so I'm suggesting MLW Fusion to you. You should watch it. Uh, we also had Selena De La Renta was there, promising next week uh, Corp Bauer, the, the brains of the operation, has given her another special. It's going to be her show again next week, like it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, Promotiones Dorado taking over, so I'm looking forward to that. We had a little bit more of the Contra unit sneaking around while they were beating up uh, Tom Lawler this episode. They were wondering where Tom Lawler was. It seemed that Jim Cornette and Rich Pacini thought Tom Lawler couldn't make it to the show because he was stuck in the rain. It turned out the uh, Contra unit was beating him up in the back of a van earlier, and they sent that that video in. Um, uh, we also had... Uh, the uh, first national open weight uh, championship uh, against uh, uh, it was it, it was uh, Brian Pillman Jr. against our boy. Uh, it was Brian Pillman Jr. against the great Alexander Hammerstone, uh, as you know him, and he uh, he won the belt. So Hammerstone took the belt. Uh, he beat Brian Pillman Jr. and I know that was kind of rough. It was kind of rough for me to see because I like Brian Pillman Jr. I will admit. I was a little upset when Hammerstone uh, smashed Teddy Hart's bling when Teddy Hart uh, was framed by MJF uh, with that brick of cocaine that the cops took him to jail for in Chicago. And uh, Brian Pillman Jr. had his match with Hammerstone, which he uh, lost handily. And Hammerstone had to kind of rub it in uh, to, you know, stick it to Brian Pillman. He rubbed it in. He broke all of Teddy Hart's bling after he beat Brian Pillman and threw him through a table. But he has won the championship. And I got to say, he's big. He's strong. He's awesome. He's going to be a tough champion to beat. He is your national open weight champion, Alexander Hammerstone. The last match of the night was the great Teddy Hart against Jimmy Havoc of AEW. And I'll tell you what, I uh, Teddy Hart uh, really brought brought it to him. He didn't bring out Mr. Velvet or any of the other cats. He didn't even come out to his uh, to his uh, hip hippity hop music. Uh, but he did uh, win the match against the uh, vile, brutal Jimmy Havoc for Britain, who is AEW property. It was fun for me to watch uh, Teddy Hart beat AEW property into the ground because
because again, I know everybody's getting very excited about AEW. In my opinion, MLW Major League Wrestling is the show to watch. It's free. It's on YouTube after it airs on BN Sports. It comes on YouTube on Monday, so uh, I think you should watch MLW. It's where the great Teddy Hart resides. It's where the Hart Foundation is coming back against the Contra Unit and against the Dynasty. You got AEW stars like Jimmy Havoc and MJF, but you also have the greats like Teddy Hart, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Brian Pillman Jr., and Hammerstone! So, uh, there's not a whole lot to argue with there. Um, and that leaves us with the uh, last segment here. Well, second to last segment. And that is our hashtag WrestleSpiracy segment. So, let's talk about a little WrestleSpiracy. Something came up earlier this week, and that was on Twitter. Well, what really happened was I checked the Ring of Tyranny email. That's R-A-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. And what was in that email, R-A-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com? Well, there was an email from the WWE Network, and it said, check out the new special on the WWE Network, 24, the year of Ronda Rousey. Now, as we like to say on this show, we have never conspiracy theorized. Some people may have referred to Datafight, my old show, as a conspiracy theorizing show. Some people may have confirmed or compared me to Alex Jones. But I'm not crazy. Enough to think that our little ragtag Datafight operation had any bearing whatsoever on Alex Jones and InfoWars. No, Datafight was not a conspiracy theorizing show. It was a truth-telling show. It was a truth-telling show. But we're not in the business of truth-telling anymore. We're in the business of wrestle-casting. And this is the only hashtag wrestle-cast in the hashtag wrestle-cast nation hosted by an ex-truth-teller such as myself. So when I see something like an email saying, watch the year of Ronda Rousey, well, I can't help but think, hey, wait a minute. That sounds kind of familiar. That title sounds kind of familiar. And why? Why would it sound so familiar? Would it, perchance, be because that Ring of Tyranny, this little hashtag WrestleCast, had an episode? Only 20 episodes, only maybe the, it was the 20th episode of the first season, I think, something like that. It was called The Year of Ronda Rousey, subtitled The Year of Ronda Rousey. Isn't it convenient? Isn't it convenient that after months, after two months of people running with our theory that CM Punk would be at Double or Nothing, no, CM Punk didn't show up at Double or Nothing, but that's not the point. After two months of quote-unquote wrestling news organizations, which are really just a person or two with a logo, with a logo for a wrestling news organization that talk trash about the current wrestlers and the current roster and talk trash about the shows. Well, isn't it convenient that they're running with our CM Punk and Double or Nothing theory and not giving us any credit? We like to give credit where credit's due. But to see, you know, it's one thing for the little guy to run away with your ideas, to steal your titles like the year of Ronda Rousey and name their new Ronda Rousey special after it and not giving you any credit. It's different for the big guy to do something like that. You see, the big guy has distribution channels. The big guy names the game. The big guy is the game. The big guy, the game, is a puppet on a Bray Wyatt segment on Raw this week with devil horns coming out of his head. 
So Triple H, if you want to steal our title, you want to take a take a title from a lol guys hashtag WrestleCast and name your special the year of Ronda Rousey without giving us any credit. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But your time is coming. Your time is coming, bud. And we'll just see if this isn't the year of giving credit where credit is due. Anyway, uh, we thank you for listening to the show. Um, we have one more segment here. That's our Pod Champion Awards. As this is an MLW Fusion exclusive show, we're going to uh, name our Pod Champion Awards of the Week. These are our Pod Champions of the Week. Um, let's just, okay, so we'll go over it here. Uh, pod Champion of the Week this week. Well, that's Teddy Hart. I know uh, the great won the uh, National Openweight title. He's the first winner of the National Openweight title. But honestly, Teddy Hart is the greatest wrestler in the world right now. So whenever Teddy Hart's on the show, he's probably going to win Pod Champion of the Week. And not only did he win the Pod Champion of the Week award, he also retained his middleweight title from Jimmy Havoc in an amazing match. Um, the Pod Women's Champion of the Week is Selena De La Renta, who will have her special uh, in a couple weeks that we are looking forward to. And the Pod Match of the Week is the Teddy Hart match against Jimmy Havoc on MLW uh, Fury Road. Go on to YouTube. Check it out. It's a great match. It's a brutal match. You got chairs. You got uh, you got chairs and bling and flips and blood and all kinds of things that make wrestling great. Uh, we thank you for joining the show. Again, send us an email. Try to keep your uh, earth-shaped theories out of it. Ring of Tyranny, R-A-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Go to Patreon, patreon.com slash ring of tyranny. Become our second or our third patron. And um, above all, have a great wrestling week. Thank you for listening to Ring of Tyranny, the only WrestleCast in the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as Alan Johns. Uh, We thank you for listening. We apologize for the alien interference. If you want to support the show, you know, um, maybe up the production budget so we can do things like uh, edit in time or even maybe bring you more episodes uh, more uh, shows during the week in the future if possible or maybe even just kind of a little budget to help fight uh, space alien interference which as you know is a problem with this show send us an email ringofturney at jmail.com or go to patreon.com slash ringofturney to support and Alan wants you all to know who loves his little warrior? So thanks for listening to the show and good night. <laughs> <laughs>